Hummus. Hummus land. Hummus land. That's right. I bet you all want to know what hummus land is now, don't you? It ain't good. <laughs> it really is not good. Hummus land is not a good place to be. So apparently, when I say apparently like it's not me, apparently hummus land is a place that's been, has gone through its own apocalypse. <laughs> And my behind my desk and my chair now has embodied the smell of the post-apocalyptic hummus land due to the hummus eaten at lunch. A little Lashavian reference there, post-apocalyptic. That is definitely what's happening to the chair and behind the desk. I'm going to pray to all the gods that it that is defunctified by the time oh, no. you leave me for work tomorrow. Brett, me and Debrett are going to be helping out the bedroom tonight. Oh, dear God. Defunctified. Maybe I should sleep on the sofa. So, so, <laughs> so. Oh, my God. <laughs> what have I done? This is all my I know, fault. No, it's all your fault. You made the you made the lunch. Well, what happens when you make the lunch? I've been getting ladies a- out there. If you make lunch for your husband, or men out there who make lunch for the wives, don't give them anything that you are going to have to deal with later. <laughs> That's a good advice, Aaron. That's great advice. Well, I've been getting up super early to make your lunch because. Sorry. Super early is after I get up and take a shower. I'm sorry, that's not super Whatever. early. Whatever, 5.30 in the morning is super early. <laughs> when I don't have a J-O-B. But I'm getting up early to make your lunch. Uh, okay, you say that, and I appreciate the lunch, but guess what? I get up at like 4 on the weekend when I don't need to get up at all. Hey, my fault. <laughs> so, 5.30 ain't early. 5.30 is what we call... Sleeping in. The old folk. The old folk <laughs> sleeping, sleeping in. In Chi, the sun would have would, will be like a quarter of the way through the sky by four o'clock in the morning. That is a true statement. Cause dang. Yep. And the horns would be blowing early. at four thirty. Yep. yep. <sighs> it's funny when the your coworker who is going to work in Thailand, she said I just need to go someplace that's quiet. <laughs> and I said. I thought they're out in the boonies. I thought it was quiet out there. Yeah, but you're still surrounded by a whole bunch of people. She's like, I just want to be able to just relax and not worry about, you know, am I going to be late for dinner? If I'm late for dinner, am I going to be able to eat today? Or, you know, she's like, I just need my own space. Need my own space. I told her, I'm like, Thailand will give you plenty of your own space. She needs an apocalypse is what she needs. She needs what? An apocalypse. She needs some hummus? (laughs) Telling you. So tell me. She is not the only person that's going through uh, wanting to get the hell on that. You know that that we're we're now taping our podcast, and it's literally four weeks from my last day at work. Well. Four weeks from today. Yep. We we get out of Dodge. Yep. Four weeks from today. Out yep. of Dodge. Yep. We will be leaving Sun Shui at least and heading to Guangzhou. Four weeks from today, we are getting out of here. 
yeah. like out like 5,000 Audis. <laughs> we are rolling. We rolling. Yes. Yes. I am well aware. Okay. I've said it all day. I am so beyond ready. The shipping materials should be here tomorrow. Oh my. That's not going to be good. The airbag or the space bags arrived today. Guess what we doing this weekend? Well, who's doing this weekend? We are packing up anything that we don't need now. Well, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pay really close attention because if we don't get our stuff till sometime in this, in September, when we get there, it's gonna be cold. Which means they for can, us, it's gonna be cold for us, right? So well, that means right, all your warm stuff you can't really get rid of. You're gonna have to be very discerning on the things that you take that you are gonna be wearing because. The temperature is already going to be dropping down just by us getting there. Well, the te- yeah, because I've been watching and it's like 56 degrees in the morning and so I just want to cry degrees, the, uh, the even the idea that it's 56 degrees. But then they're complaining, oh, it's so hot. It's so hot. It's mm-hmm. in the 90s. And I'm like, yeah, yeah okay, this, 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 it's. We're we're basically 90 every day. We're 90 in the, like, 9 o'clock at night. We're in the 90s. Yep. Yep. So, uh, you know. However, I'm thinking things like our winter coats and. Winter coats. Yeah, we have those. Yeah, but those have to go with you. No, they don't. Well, mine do. Because mine, you have that mine one, is that one jacket coat. So, you know, both pieces go with me on the plane. But we have like our our stuff from uh, Wei Ming. We have our coats from Wei Ming, and we have. Oh, those are going. Those are going on the shipping. Right. We I, have I like our silk quilted uh-uh, uh-uh. things. Those aren't going in our suitcases. Those are. For me, those have been in a tub the whole time we've been here. Yeah, mine have been Two in a Two years yep. they've been in a tub. They ain't never come. They ain't going to see the light of day. Not until it gets cold. Cold enough to wear. Right. They never got that way here. Oh, oh my God, no. Even so. when it, even in its coldest, it hasn't been cold, cold enough, enough to wear that shit. I mean, some people were wearing stuff like that, but it wasn't really appropriate. That's because they're crazy. Because no way should you be wearing that stuff down here. It's simply too hot. It's simply all right. All right. Yep, I'm ready. I am ready for the move to the Mexico. Let's go, people. Bring it on. Let's get this party started. All right, so is that all you got? You got seven minutes worth of podcast? That's it? You were the one that said hummus. Yeah, man. Hummus. Which, okay, tell me why my hummus was bothering your Chinese co-worker. Because it was the, the garlic. What does she call it? She said it smelled like, and this is a good two hours after I eat or whatever. Um, it smelled like cold noodles is what she kept saying. Ugh, long man is disgusting. And, okay, cold noodles is delicious. But, okay, she was kept saying it smelled like yeah. cold noodles. And I wasn't making the connection about the smell the because garlic. cold noodles don't smell bad to me. I mean, some of the shit they cook on a daily basis at the school smells really bad oh, to me. Yeah. I mean, stomach turning 
when you walk out of the classroom. But, you know, what are you talking about? I mean, it's like cold, no- cold noodles is the, the... The bad thing? That's the bad thing? It's like, what? It's not like and it's then she said, Right. And then she said garlic. And then I remember Dicko and the garlic. And that was the thing that if they smelled it, they said it smelled so bad. It was garlic. But that then doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because Chinese people eat, I think, more garlic than American than Americans do. Oh, absolutely. So it's like, what are you talking about? It's like, there's so, I mean, you have whole dishes where it's like one vegetable and it's garlic. It's broccoli and garlic, <laughs> greens and garlic. Right. It's just, it's like one thing that has like no flavor and garlic. Now, I will say that those... The, the garlic in those dishes is cooked, which means it has a milder flavor. But it's still there, and it it's, still has the flavor, and it still has the smell. It has the flavor, and it has the smell. You're correct. I mean, it's not going to be as strong a flavor or as, as strong a as smell. Hummus land. As hummus land. Because in my hummus. Because hummus land is humming. I always put a lot of garlic because when. A lot of is like, what, 10 cloves? No, there were only three. Okay, so is a clove the whole thing or just like one of the little lobes? One of the little lobes. Okay, so I was actually counting the whole thing. No. Because, <laughs> you know, to get the reaction like that, I mean, she had to open the door and everything. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. It wasn't that strong. Which was really funny because like right after she opened the door, she left. Well, why did she open the door then? Exactly. Drama. She opened the door, and within a minute or two of having the door open, she left. But she didn't close on her way out, did she? Yeah, she closed it. Oh, well, that's... Which makes a lot of sense, right? That's it smells not good, so I'm going to open the door, then I'm going to leave and close the door behind me. It's like, whatever. We would get into the taxi in Benshi, and those mofos would smell like 15-day-old rotted garlic. With their fucking nasty ass gingivitis breath. Stop it. Stop the gingivitis. Talk. Oh my God. Oh my God. I will never forget the day I went to kindergarten and the taxi driver's breath was so vile. Green smoke was coming out of his mouth. And he wanted to talk with me. And there's these, there are these tricks that we do. Like you put a mint in your mouth and it kind of masks the smell of the other person. That didn't work. Then I will put some hand sanitizer, like bath and body hand sanitizer on my hands, and then wave it about the cabin as if I'm drying my hands. You said wave it about the cabin. That didn't work. Then I rolled down the window, and finally I just had to tell him to stop talking. Well, shut your ass Because I was gagging at 7 o'clock in the morning. Shut your damn mouth. I'm like, dude, you got fucking morning breath on top of garlic ass breath. And cigarettes. <laughs> and cigarettes and gingivitis and chronic halitosis. And, and B.O. And I don't know if your ass has ever had a fucking toothbrush or a checkup. <laughs> or, or, or Listerine. Or mouth, yeah, any kind of mouth Cause, care. Because Listerine is not a thing in China. We we find it, but deodorant. No, 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 no. I'm talking about them using it. Oh yeah, deodorant I've never seen, isn't either. I've never seen a Chinese person use deodorant. I've never seen them use. Okay, I've never seen any mouthwash. I've never anything because I'm not standing there while they're getting ready in the well, morning. Well, I've never seen or them purchase night. it. 
But I know I had to teach my coworker about what Listerine was and how to use it. So that to me seems like that's not teach being who? used. Dicko. What? Yep. So because you know he kept get he he was he would be sitting in the office alone oh. and then you'd walk in the office and you'd be like what the fuck is that smell it was him and, and his nasty ass breath yep and it was him he tried to kill folks with his breath so there you go had to teach him like look dude these are just basic things that's why I'm telling you you need to start your new your next podcast you need to do it women's health yeah I mean, women's health a, and wellness. You've had a lot of that this week with your student asking questions, and now your coworker not knowing that you don't have to be quiet. No, no, that wasn't on, my coworker. That was a student. They had to be quiet. Yeah, she's quiet because she was on a period. Yeah. I thought that was uh, what's her? No, button? no, no. That was a student. What? Yep. She has to be quiet. Everybody. I didn't notice it, but she wasn't talking in class. I just figured she was just being quiet in class. She was being quiet because she was trying not to make any noise because she was on her period. I don't understand the correlation. I think the period was going to hear her. <laughs> I don't understand like what one has to do with period, the other. Like, like that you put at the end of a sentence with a face. Aaron, tell me what was the point? I like, don't, I don't understand. Okay. I don't understand. This is why they need your podcast. Poor babies. I fear, though, that even if I did the podcast, it wouldn't matter. <laughs> no, no. You know what would happen if you did a podcast like that? It would get banned in China. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It would get banned. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're not allowed to be teaching Chinese people about health. Personal hygiene, honey. Soap and water. I was told He's that good the thing. items that, that women buy for personal hygiene, I mean, total women personal hygiene, was secret. And my response to the idea that it was secret is they're all buying it at the store. Right. It can't <laughs> the, be that secret. sees that shit. How could it be secret? They stock the shelves. Somebody helps right. you it's, get it's the it's stuff. Not, they follow you around. secret. Listen, folks in America think that being followed around well in america if you're followed around by a shop staff it's a bad thing and it's you know whatever here it's their job to follow two steps behind you and recommend products and it's expected yes because they're the expert on the product which makes no sense because all they did was put it on the shelf right so these and then they stand there and read it read the box to you and you don't speak the language. No, I'm talking about to a oh. Chinese person. They just read the boxes. Stupid. So there's no way that stuff can be secret because somebody's standing there saying, no, don't buy this brand of pad. Buy this brand of pad. Yeah, buy the pads that go from from your crotch all the way up halfway up your back. Buy that one. Buy that, the diaper buy one. Buy that shit. Yes. Depends is what you need. You're a 20-something. Put on Depends. Use this type of feminine And make sure wash. you wash it and dry it and put it back on tomorrow. Oh, Aaron, no, they don't do that. They throw it on the bathroom floor. They don't put it in the waste bin. They just throw it on the bathroom floor. So when the students walk in, these little children are now seeing... It's re-bicycling. 
dirty, nasty, bloody pads laying on the bathroom floor because tampons are not a thing in Asia. Because they're not healthy. Well, neither are having whitening products in your fucking pads and yeah, I'm watching a student right body now. Body wash. I'm literally watching a student get whiter. What? It's now more sun, and it's hotter outside, and she's literally getting whiter. How is it? Because she's using whitening stuff so that she can be whiter. Stupid. So she's literally getting whiter every single day. It's like, don't you know that you're you're you're, you're hurting? You're gonna yourself. give yourself cancer. You're literally hurting yourself. And you haven't even gotten out of high school yet. No, they don't. They don't. They don't understand. They don't understand at all. Brown people trying to be white. What the hell wrong with them? Well, they're having, they have that in different parts of Africa, too, where they do bleaching. Hell, in Thailand, they do full body chemical peels. They put this stuff all over their body, this gel, and they wait like two days and then they go back and have it peeled off and it peels off an entire layer or more of their skin. Yeah, because that sounds healthy. Yeah. Especially in an environment where it's so damn sunny all the time. Right. <laughs> I couldn't like, even imagine. You, you, well, you're peeling stuff off, but it's all going to come on back. Well, not only day. that, but you're... You're taking that top layer to skin, and now you're exposing that fresh baby skin to this direct sunlight. And that skin's going to protect itself. Ugh. With brown. Dumbass people. Dumbass people. Especially since they fucking darkened my ass. Especially here and in Thailand. That's what I'm saying. They darkened me. Talking about they, they, they need to be white. Man, please. I'm white. No, you're Dumbass. not. Dumbass. Dumbass people. Hell, I'm fluorescent. I'm not white, but I'm fluorescent. Most of the time, I'm just red. <sighs> Dumb. Mm. What else you got? What are the questions you got about ridiculousness at this school? Oh, I got something. If you come to China and you think that you're coming to a place where you can go ahead and like get high whenever you want to, you, you should not come to China. That's, no. a, that's all I'm going to say. You should not come to China. Don't come to China. Do not come to China to get high. Do not come to China to get cheap drugs. Do not come to China for drugs. Don't do, do that. Don't do drugs in China. Don't, right. <laughs> because apparently China is starting to become like Thailand was before we left. I knew the that. The dealer is turning in the people that they're going to sell to to the police. What? Yeah, the Chinese dealer or like the Thai dealer is actually telling the police, yeah, go after them because they wanted to buy some for me or something. And then the dealer doesn't get in any trouble from the police, but the police to get the foreigner. Same thing that was happening in Thailand before we left Thailand. So my suggestion, don't do it here. Whatever it is, don't do it I, here. Okay, first of all, I've never done an illegal substance, so I don't know this yeah, whole... We need to change that shit. It's time to get high. Whatever. So I don't it's know this whole other side. It's no tweeds, man. Tweed. No tweeds, tweed. man. A little CBD, a little THC. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. And yes. definitely no mushrooms. Yeah. Oh, now, see? Now, now you yeah, see the mushrooms? That's a whole different story. That's not even, that ain't like tweeds. And That's not got, even an option for you, me. You can't even burn them. 
I can't ingest them. Oh, you might be able to. No. <laughs> magic, I, magic mushrooms are there for everybody. Just listen, find your favorite cow Mushrooms patty. don't cow like patty. me. Love the cow. And why are you going to ingest something that grew out of cow shit? Really? Really, you're going to go there? Because all fungus grows on, like, rotting dead stuff. Well, I don't eat fungus. All fungus Fungus does. doesn't like me. All fungus. And fungus is like a food group in Asia. <laughs> but I don't understand this. I'm going to go to a different country. And I'm going to seek out these illegal substances knowing that in that country, they they just shoot folk for being on drugs. Yeah, or being this, suspected of being on drugs. Is absolutely not the place. Thailand, you could be... They, they, they're just going to take money from you. Listen, but here, I, oh boy. I know that in Thailand... Now, mind you, people, I've never done an, an illegal Don't substance. Say that. So Stop I, saying that. I'm I have never you, done I'll an illegal slip substance. A mushroom in your drink. No, you will not. I'll be vomiting. Everybody vomits. That's not a big deal. Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, but I know from living in Thailand that if your weed has little red strings in it when you get it, that's stuff that the police have sold. Okay. Because the police that, that's end up that's turning it around. You trying to tell us that that's the good good? I don't know. If, I don't know anything about that, but oh. I'm just telling you that if you if your weed in Thailand has strings in it, it came from the police, so you know, need so to be what careful. Saying, what are you saying? Because that means that dealer could potentially be a snitch oh, for the God. police. If you weren't about snitching, motherfuckers, snitch, bitch, snitching ass, bitch. Really? That's what you worried about? He Man, went to please. the Empire they soundtrack? All, they all some snitching ass bitches in Thailand because these That's motherfuckers it. will pull your ass over when you haven't done anything wrong and trying to extort money from you. Oh, yeah. They've so got the they'll do that. Just for no, no, no. I'm not talking about the checkpoint. I'm talking I'm riding down the street and a cop just pulls next to me, pulls me over, and then just extorts money from me just so I can get back on my bike and drive away. But you know they do that in Mexico, right? Oh, that's not good because... They do it in Mexico because when I was talking to I'm not, I ain't driving. my friend in Mexico, she's like, I have to get off the phone. It's Christmas time and I'm getting pulled over. I got to see how much money I can hide in my car before they get my wallet. And they ended up charging her 500 pesos. She had not done anything wrong. They just pulled her over. For what? Because she was foreign. Oh, see. I don't know. I th I think I really don't want to have to deal with that kind of stuff. Public, well, we won't be driving, so we just get an Uber. Transportation. We just take an we Uber. Can't get we can't get a Didi. No Didi. Are you sure there's Didi in California? I don't think there's a Didi. And I found out yesterday there is Didi water. Didi what? Didi water. That's right. Water. What does that mean? They got DD water, DD branded water. If you get the the extra special DD car, you get some branded DD water. Okay. Little bottle, little mini bottle of water. It's I've great. never taken. I've never ordered a DD on my own, <laughs> even I, though I have. Well, I've the never app. ordered one either, but I, you know, as far as I know, it's just a person in a, that's driving a car, and you get in and you drive away. But to me, it just feels like. A taxi. It's not. It's not really. Well, anything it's not as better than a taxi because the taxi. Well, what I'm saying is, it's a, it's a, it's like your friend pulled up and drove, started driving you somewhere. Yeah. But like, 
a lot of times where we when we were going places and we couldn't get a school vehicle, we were in a DD, but I didn't. Did I? It's like oh, yeah, it's I like whatever. That. It's like it's a DD, but I didn't order it. I didn't wasn't a part of that process, right. so it's just oh yeah, here's the car, get in. You know how Chinese people are. Yep. Just here we go. You don't know who that person is driving. You it could be the minder's friend. It could be the it could be anything. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but so we've had lots of DDs. We just didn't really pay much attention to it. Right. Because it was just literally somebody taking us somewhere. Which now we have a person that we contact all the time for that. Which I'll have to contact him on Saturday to see if he's available for Monday morning. Because we go to get our visas on Monday morning. Bright and early. Bright and early. Which, I mean... It's a good thing that we'll have our visa before we leave because if we have an address, our items could be shipped as soon as they pick, as it, up. Soon as they pick it up. Because it's going to take two months to get there no matter what. I don't what. think it takes two months, does it? Yeah. It takes a month. It doesn't take no, that long. No. It just said, don't take that long to go that far. When I asked him, because I said I have a couple of boxes I want to send to the States because I don't want to take Keegan's big box of Barbies and her baby stuff that she doesn't play with anymore. She's outgrown it. But I'm not getting rid of them either. And I asked how long would it take to get there. And he said two or three months. Because they, they deal with Ford. So they just put it in a container when they ship stuff to Ford. And it would go to Grand Rapids. Because he said they ship to Grand Rapids all the time for Ford. But it takes two to three months. But that doesn't mean it would take two or three months to get to Mexico. It's going on a boat. That's just what he said. It takes two or three months. Seems long. It does seem long. Okay. So, the sooner they can send it, the better. Yeah. But we'll we'll have to get there first, I guess, because we don't know where the hell we'll be living yet. Unless I can settle that before we leave. You better settle it. You better get settled. Damn it. I'm trying. You got four weeks. Get settled. Chop, chop. All right, I'll work on it. I, I mean, I spent all day Saturday and Sunday house hunting, and I emailed a couple of uh, realtors in Mexico, and not one of them has returned my email. It says, please contact the realtor for more information. So I did. Please contact us, but we won't call you back. <laughs> but but I, I just, I don't understand. I don't understand oh, how people I'm do sure. business. Okay. If you, if you, from north to south, if north is moving very fast and Alabama, Georgia, Mississippi is moving very, very slow, how fast is Mexico City moving? I don't know. Backwards. Yeah, because I had a school tell me uh, that they would contact me around April 9th, like that week. I did not hear from them again until May 4th that they wanted me to do the second part of the interview process. And then they said it would be another week or so before I heard something from them, and I'd heard again. And being late is okay. Yeah. The 21st of May, and they said, oh, we're going to pass your information on to the HR person. She'll contact you for the the finishing part. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, I still haven't heard from her, and it's the 30th. And, and I'm not, just like, not coming to work is okay. Yeah, apparently, like, 
being late to work is is perfectly acceptable and you know just calling in or not come like you know taking a day off here and there is acceptable i can't even imagine okay <clears throat> i can imagine calling in and saying i'm not feeling well i'm not coming in today yes having sick days yes i get that i have workplaces where you had personal days where you could just call in and be like I'm taking a personal day today. I got this thing to take care of. I got to do that. But just not showing up to work and being like, I ain't coming in. It's like, okay. Yeah, I can't. How do you keep your job? Yeah, I. that's the question I ask all the time. Like, what do you mean you took 10 days off to go to Coachella? How do you... But you're a teacher. How does that work? Mm-hmm. You mean they have to hire somebody else to do your job and you still get paid for it? I don't understand. So, it's just weird. I had to ask a couple of times. I'm like, I need to know if this is if this is culturally acceptable because I need to prepare my train of thought. If it's acceptable to be late or expected to be late and I'm always 15 minutes early and if I'm less than 15 minutes early, then I'm late... Right, and then you're angry. Then I'm upset. Like, yep. you know, how many times do we have interviews scheduled for a certain time and the person that show up for, an, you know, 30, 40, three hours later? Yeah. Yeah, I... I they're, they're the same way here. They're late almost all the time for everything. But if you're late... And if, you're, if you come in after they've started, then it's like, oh... You're, there's something wrong with you. It's like, yeah, but you just got here five seconds ago. Yep. I watched you walk in as I was walking up. Yep. And you're going to say, I'm the bad guy? It's like, I was supposed to be sitting here waiting for your ass? You ain't that important. Right. <laughs> and you know what? It's funny. I think that's exactly what they're doing here. They want everybody there waiting for them. Hmm. But we don't think they're that important. So then we sit there and look at them like, you ain't that important. Right. Because the last, it's funny, because the last meeting we I went to, I literally, I like walked in like right, right on time. I mean, to the, to the second I walked in, everybody was already there. And I just walked in and sat down. And then they started. And it was just like. That's perfect timing. Why were you all sitting here? Because. Half of the Chinese staff weren't even there yet. But all the foreigners were there. We were all sitting there, you know. But I was like, I'm not going to get there. I'm not doing the 15, 20 minute early thing sitting there in the room by myself. Right. Because that's what usually happened. It's like, I'm not doing that no more. And now I don't have to do it again. <gasps> oh, yes, yeah, somebody I'm so happy asked me. I won't have to do it again. Yes. Somebody ah. asked me last night. Um. If Aaron's leaving before the end of the school year, who's going to do his grades and how's he going to get out? I said, do you really think that he would leave without having his work completed? Okay, my stuff will be done, but they won't be done school. Right, but that doesn't matter. That's well, your stuff. it kind of does matter. They don't do anything that lasts. They don't what learn anything that lasts two weeks of school. Uh-uh, anyway. that's not true. That's not how they run school here. They do class and all the way up to their to their mid their tests, final tests, mm -hmm. and right after their final tests, they go home. 
They don't have weeks after finals where they're at school. Right. They don't do that. So, yeah, the last two weeks they are doing stuff because they haven't had their final exams yet. But they aren't learning new things. They're reviewing for the finals. For some of them, that is new shit. Yeah, please, I posted all, I I am way ahead of the curve here. And so I posted all my grades today. Okay. Oh, yeah. And put it on the, and all their faces changed. It's like, guys, how can you expect to have a good grade in any class when you haven't handed in any assignments? Whoa. It's like, what makes you think that you're going to have... Anything. I think I have one student that has like a a fourteen percent in one class. That's that's like that's coming to class every day and going to sleep, and that's what he does. Wow. So in like his behavior and participation, that's what he has a whole bunch of zeros for behavior and participation because he goes to sleep every day. This is my resident DD driver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the DD driver right there. You know, because it's like you don't do anything. Yeah. So, okay, you're, yes, you are here. No, you're not awake. Right. So, okay. Right. You don't do any classwork. So that means when we do things in class, he's not even getting those points. And then when it's homework, he's not doing that either. Okay. And I keep trying to tell him, it's like, guys, I switched up this term because testing was not helping their grade. When I was giving quizzes and tests over portions or chapters or sections, they were just failing everything. So it's like, okay, let's do this in smaller chunks in homework, like over, over a couple days, homework. It could be homework over like five days, but it's going to be homework, not a test and not a quiz. Yeah. But so still then do it. it switched. From having lots of tests and quizzes to having lots of homework. And it's like, okay, this should hurt you less than now. Right. Well, it's not if you don't do it. (laughs) It's like part of going to school is literally just showing up. Show up. Do what the teacher tells you to do. You will probably learn. I would hope so. Well, that, I mean, just showing up and doing what the, paying attention and doing what the teacher has you do every day in class, you will learn something. You'll probably be at least a D student. Well, yeah. At least. At least, yeah. I mean, I think there were times where I did really bad on my tests and I ended up like a C student because all I did was classwork, homework, and paid attention in class. Well, and I agree because I had an English class that I didn't do very well on some of the tests, but my class participation was really high. And so it evened it out and I ended up getting like a B in the class just from participating in class discussions and, you know, doing the projects during the class time. You got a B. Wait a minute. Is that white privilege again? No, when I got the A plus, that was some privilege. I got no B's for that shit. That would have been like high D. No. What's up with that? I did papers and stuff. I did well on my papers. I just didn't do well on the tests. I think that's white privilege. No, I got. I had some severe white privilege in that with that professor, that teacher, because one, one. Are you coining a new term? Severe severe, white privilege. One year I had him. SWP. 
I got an A plus and I got like 13 consecutive C's on my test. But I got A plus overall in the class. That's some beyond white privilege. Although everybody in this. Everybody in the school minus like, you know, less than 20 kids were white. And I'm counting the Asian kids, the Hispanic kids, the the black kids. Because we didn't have many of those at all. So I don't know that they, they can, you know, consider that white privilege. It was just that's how it was. That's exactly what you probably <laughs> That's how it was. <laughs> that's exactly what that means. Oh, that's funny. All right. What else you got? You're at uh, 37 minutes. You ain't got much tonight. Come on. Come on, Chop Chop. Let's go. I, I really don't know. I'm just ready to get wow. out of China. I want to go. I want to eat food. I'm to the point now where I don't want to eat anything. I don't want to eat anything here. You're going to get that little stomach that the little kids and the little sad kids and the all little the, bloated belly. the UNICEF kids. going to get the little bloated belly thing. You better, you better find something to eat and eat it. All I want is Mexican food. And I can't eat Mexican food every day here. No, because then you'll be as big as my desk. Right, because it's not fresh. It's, you know, canned beans. and. Oh, you can get, you can get the beans here. You can? Oh, yeah. You can go to the Taobao. We can get the beans. I have never found dry... Non-can, dry beans. Oh, I've never found beans. dry pinto beans on Taobao. I've looked and looked and looked. You probably typed in pinto. What do you type in? See? See? What is the name of the bean? What is the name of that bean in Chinese? Because that... It ain't pinto. <laughs> pinto is Spanish. But that's the name <laughs> of the bean. No. <laughs> that's our name for that bean. Pinto is Spanish. <laughs> so you're asking, you're asking a, a, a Chinese website to come up with your Spanish and English name for a bean. Oh, that's funny. It's there. Trust me. It's there somewhere. Because basically, Taobao is Alibaba. So it's there. It's just a matter of finding it what did they name it what did they call it i don't know i'm just saying that's 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 the hard part are you playing the crush you no, better back now, up off I'm the crush the you're supposed now. to be see oh now you're going to the translator see i want to uh, know what the bit you were the playing means. the crush weren't you yeah see you're supposed to, you're over there clicking clicking what else you got for the people well, the people are waiting for you to be miss candy crush bond do okay thanks what are you? What else you got on your on your brain today? That's it. You ain't got nothing on your brain. Okay. Uh oh. I gotta go to this first. Did the, did the people? Did the people speak? Did the people give us a thing? You can't say Roseanne. I'm not gonna talk about Roseanne's bigoted ass. Good. We all have known she's a bigot for years. And you actually, I didn't know that. Are you kidding? Me? I really didn't know that. I did oh not know. Oh my god! I thought she was really liberal. No. But I never really heard. I, every time I've ever heard her, she always sounded like a liberal. No. And she was always on something liberal. So it was like I never knew that she was like. She was. I thought she was. I thought she was. Poking fun at. 
conservatives on her no. show. Not that she was actually feeling or actually that was her actual political leaning that yes. she really was conservative. I really didn't know you that. You don't remember thought, the stuff from the 90s? When no, no, no. She, I remember it, but that's what I'm saying. I thought she was doing a like kind of a no. parody of that kind of family poking at this conservatism that she didn't agree with. No, she was in the news a lot for making racist and, and anti-Semitic comments. And then be, she became Jewish. Then she became what? She was, before she was Jewish, she had, I remember there was something in the news about her making some anti-Semitic comments and then she converted to Judaism. Okay, then. Yeah. She had All right, what else issues. you got? You don't okay, want to talk so about Roseanne, lady, then this, don't talk about her. Okay, so this lady. Yet. On, you started it. This you lady. You said you didn't want to talk about it. On one of the traveling parent pages. Um. Asked a question. She said she's from, she's French. She was born from. I got a, a problem with that already. She was born from a North, from North African and Asian parents. And in France, it's normal to ask a person where they're from. Okay. And. What's that you claim? She's currently in the UK. And so she was at a party and she asked this lady where she was from hmm. or asked her her name and, the, and she complimented the name and the lady said, my name is Arabic and it means this. And then the lady said, oh, so where are you from? And the woman got pissed off. She said, I'm from, I'm from London. And she huffed off. And then a little bit later, a man came up and they were chatting and she said, oh, where are you from? And he said, London. And he said it twice. And she wanted to know why these people were so angry with her that nobody after that would talk to her at the party. That she was asking where they were from. Turns out that she was only asking the people of color where they were from. Mm -hmm. She had no idea what is going on in the UK right now with all the immigration stuff. So she wanted to know why people were getting so upset when they were asked that question. But then in the U.S., they're having the same issue. People are getting pissed off when you ask, where are you from? You say, I'm from Alabama. No, really, where are you from? So I just was, I'm thinking like, okay, we're about to head to, to Mexico. And people are going to ask us, where are we from? And I get questions about you more than you will ever know, especially when you had your locks. People wanted to know if you were from Jamaica or from an island or are you mixed? I get that all the time. I'm from Rastamanland. <laughs> so I'm wondering how this is going to work in Mexico. Will we face the same things? Like, are people going to ask, where are you really from? They might. If I need to get lifted. If you get what? Nothing. What did you say? Nothing. I'm going to listen to this back and be come over there and shake you. I mean, well, I don't, I, I'm, I'm sorry. The setup to this made, made my brain start to turn off. So what? She wants to know why what people. What is the point? She wants to know why people are getting pissed off. Okay. She's asking, where are you from? Okay. But she's only so asking you're, people you're, of color. You're putting together two different countries and... Two different countries' baggage. They're not the same. Because no. if, if if I'm in Mexico 
It is actually appropriate for people to ask me where I'm from because I'm not Mexican. Okay. Uh, so I could be from anywhere in the world. It's totally appropriate. I mean, just like if you're here in China and you don't look Chinese, they're all going to ask you, where are you from? Why is that a thing? I don't know why she, but the way she was, she made it sound like people were, were getting so infuriated with the fact that she's asking this question. Okay, she, but why did she target black people or people of color? I think because she's brown and she was trying to connect with them. Okay. But there's like these cultural differences. And if you don't know politically know, but, but what's, what's going on. cultural difference? In France, it's acceptable. That's something common that people do to try to like spark a conversation, yeah, right. icebreaker type thing. But, but in is England, that, why is it, it isn't. So different in england because they're really not that far from each other because right now there's all that anti-immigration thing and they're trying to get rid of a bunch of the jamaicans mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, mm -hmm. oh what do they call they have a name the whole group of people that came from the caribbean it just popped up 759 comments about why it may or may not be offensive to ask someone where they're really from this is still going this conversation i know but you're saying but see the, i guess there's the difference is I don't believe that you are from where you say you're from. So where are you really from? Right. Now, that's a different kind of question. Okay. Because right. now what you're saying is I lied to you the first time and I really am from somewhere else. And I'm trying to conceal that fact from you. Right. Now, that's, that, that's pointing at something different. But, you know, if I ask somebody, where are you from? I'm... I'm I'm going to take them at their word that they're from that place that they tell me. They're going to say, I'm from here. Okay, cool. I've never been there before. What's it like? You know what I mean? I mean, right. the conversation moves forward. Yep. There is no, there's nothing to get mad about. I think because the way she put it, that she's in, in London. She asked these people, where are you from? They say, I'm from London. But because of the climate, the political climate right now, and she doesn't understand what's going on politically. She doesn't see why they're so defensive. Okay, well, I guess she now she sees because I, honestly, I, I don't. Just I, like if there's a Hispanic it. person in the States and you say, where are you from? But they'll tell you where they're from. It's not an offensive thing to ask because if you're from, I mean, you could be from the state next door, not from another right, country. Right, right, like right. we're not, you don't even, you don't even have to make the assumption that they're from a different country. You're just making the assumption that they're not from, say, Grand Raggedy. Yeah, they're from a different place. Right. Or the, or they grew up in Grand Rapids. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you just you're asking because there's something about them that leads you to see them as different, maybe out of place. Yeah. Like, they're, they're just, they didn't grow up there. Like, people used to ask me that all the time in Grand Rapids. They would be like, where are you from? It's like, because you don't sound like us. And you don't, you're not saying things that we say. And you speak, a, like, slightly different than we do. And you're you're always you're really much, direct. Yeah, you're and, much more you know, direct. It's like, it's like, yeah, because I didn't grow up here. Yeah. You know? And? That hyper-polite Midwest. Yeah, I don't do that. Bullshit. I don't do it anymore. So, I mean, I did so for when most you, of my life. Well, when you think about it, if somebody comes up and asks you, where are you from? I ain't from here. I'm from somewhere else. I grew up somewhere else. Right. You know, 
yes, I have lots of family here, but I ain't from here. Well, one of the comments really struck home with me, especially since we're raising TCKs. And she said she's a TCK, and this question is always just a pain in the ass because depending on how you how how you feel at the moment or the situation you may give a short little curt answer when really the answer is much more complicated so we ask you know somebody asks Aaron and Keegan where are you from what are they really going to say okay that that question you is, have that problem that question too. is a dumbass question flat out because you need to ask okay for me because i always have a problem with this and this was in the states people would say where are you from and i'd look at them and be like what do you want to know right what what is the question you really want to know do you want to know where i was born where i grew up what is it that you want to know and they will say oh well where what is your hometown and i'd look at them like i ain't got no hometown so now what do you want to know well, where were you born? Okay, I was born in Lansing, Michigan. Never remember living there. Right. So now what do you want to know? Oh, well, where did you live? When? <laughs> right. Which part of my life are you talking about? Right. And where did you live? That's what this TCK was saying. This is what we go through. So sometimes it's easier just to, you know, give the city and just walk away if you don't feel like, you know, going into, well, I lived here and, and then I went to school here and then I moved here. And then I think the thing that I don't like is that everybody is when you start telling them that you've lived in multiple places, they always want to say, oh, you must have been a military brat. No, I wasn't. Right. No, there are people in the world that move around for lots of different reasons and then got nothing to do with the military. Right. So. That's something that I think people just have to expand their mind on and say, you know, there's lots of people out there that do not just live in one place because their parents lived in that one place yep. and and their grandparents were in that one place and they're going to raise their kids in that one yeah, place. Yeah, yeah. And so there's a whole lot of people in the world that just don't, that's not, that's not their experience. Right. Not like my hometown where my friends currently teach at our high school and I think <laughs> I mean, there's kids to the and same the, school and my nieces my niece and my nephew are currently students at my middle school and my high school mm-hmm. and the every same teachers right well some of them yeah See? um See? and there has been someone from my family in that school since the day it opened mm-hmm. See, no on both that, sides, mom and dad. I would say dad. that that's a common story in the states. A lot yeah. of people do that, but the problem is there there is a whole group of people out there where that is not their story anymore, and there is no space for those people, the third culture kids that you're talking about. Right. There is no space for them because nobody really knows how to approach their experience. Yeah. They. I mean. We're used, I think we're used to people as, like, if they're in the military, that's an easy one. Like, that's why you moved around a lot. Right. Okay, fine. But there isn't a, really a space for many people that, because third culture kids have a different take on the world. Yeah. They're not looking at the world through the rose-colored glasses of propaganda from any one state. They're looking at it across all kinds of different states. Yep. and Countries and perspectives. Yeah. So and that's, that's, that's the problem, I think. That opening up 
third culture kids, no matter where they go, are always opening up the eyes and the minds of the people around them. Yeah. And that's why I think they're feared. Yeah. Well, and, and they're looked at like such an oddity. I mean, I remember when the kids came back from visiting, they kept saying every time they would tell someone they lived in China, the person would either not believe them and think they were joking or would make some smart ass comment like, wow, your English is really good. Yeah, or you don't look Chinese. And and Ooh, thanks, I'm not. <laughs> right? But it just it was kind of mind-boggling to me that that was always the reaction. It was one of those three reactions. It wasn't ever like, "Wow, cool. Tell me about that. Why did you go? What do you do there?" you know. It was no. Or you're joking, right? Or you know, just something silly. Because they can't even wrap their mind around the fact that they they don't live where they were born. But there's all. I'd say that that, like I said, that story, due to everything that's been happening since the seventies. You know, global globalization is not a new thing. It's been happening for a long time. People have been coming in and out of all parts of the world and going places with their kids yep. as adults, as retirees. Yep. They don't, people don't talk about them, you know, yep. and, you know, it, well, th the, this idea at, that everything is so separate, it's all kind of coming together and meshing together in these pockets. Yeah. I mean, look at all the retirees in places like Thailand and Indonesia and... Mexico and Costa Rica, because the cost of living is so low, their pensions go further. Right. You know, a couple can live on $1,500 a month comfortably in Costa Rica. You can take your pension of, you know, $1,500 a month and move to Thailand and retire at age 55 and live comfortably for a single or a couple. You don't have kids to deal with. It's, you know, you're good to go. I look at all the, the Brits that were retired in Spain. And now they have to leave. Because of the Brexit stuff. Take your ass back to the cold. <laughs> and damp. Just going back. Go north of the wall or something. Go hide out up there. Uh, so funny. We're studying Rome right now. Anyway. I want to go to Rome. Let's go. Let's go visit. Mm -hmm. Another day. Another day when we go and live in Santorini for a while. That's what I want to do. I'm going to go to Amsterdam. You're not going to live in Amsterdam. Why not? Because it's cold in Amsterdam. It gets snow. But I, 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 you're I an anti-snowman. I have man. my ganja comfort. Aaron, you're anti-snow. I won't care. <laughs> yeah, the hash bar will not care. Will not care at all that it's snowing out there. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Bob Marley said, get lifted. Was moving to Mexico Bob the right Marley, choice? Bob Marley told you. He told you what to do. 
You need to watch the Psychedelica. Don't. I'm watching Psychedelica. Okay, then. If you watch the Psychedelica, you should already know. I've only watched one episode. Yep, that's all you need. The rest of it is just details. But I need to rewatch the first episode because I was really sleepy when I watched it. It's very interesting to listen to how people are talking about the different psychedelic things. The opening of the mind. I love the idea the plant teaches you. That in itself, that is a that that's a that's a thing to find out about. The plant teaching you. I'm telling you, keep watching. Psychedelica. I, I can't tell you what year it came out. I want to say 2015, but that might not be right. But it was a. Uh, I think it was just one season. And I don't think they did. Is it like a docu series or a tel- uh, like a television series? I think it was on TV, but it was. I'm going to the. It's just like oh, it one, doesn't say. one run. It's like find, usually find when you online, go to the man, Plex, it gives you info, but it doesn't. Hold on. Anyway, oh, we're to... not going to hold on for you. Me and the people are definitely not holding on for you. Done. 14 episodes. Psychedelica. It's when did it come out? I'm going there. Oh, you are so slow. Sorry. <sighs> I I can't do the I can't I can't do the good the good. Oh wow! You can go to uh, Gaia dot com and mm. watch it. Uh, the faux free. Sweet. It doesn't free tell me good. what year it comes out. If you go to probably its Wikipedia page, it probably told you. But you don't do that because you think Google is your friend. Google is my friend. Yeah, well, you did. I you went to the to, Psychedelica page. Yeah, well, that's that wasn't the that's not how you get the information. It says 2018. Really? It's that new? Yep. Wow. Check it out. Psychedelica. It's worth it. It's worth a watch. Google won't be your friend when the uprising starts. Stop it right now. And your and your 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 six trillion dollar mop is cleaning your floor. Yeah, three thousand pesos for uh, what are what are the those. What is it wasn't a, Roomba a Roomba mop? But it wasn't a Roomba though. It was something. It was else. like it was the style, same style as a Roomba, but it was a mop. You said same style. You know that's just called floor cleaner, right? I don't know. I don't want that stuff. What? Uh, you gotta have your Echo Dots and No. Alexa and Cortana and Cortana talking to Alexa and then Alexa talking to your Siri and then Siri ordering your stuff from Alexa and oh, stop, you're gonna give me palpitations. Telling you, it's coming. Because we're already talking about Amazon Prime. Yeah. Amazon Prime. Bye bye, Taobao. Hello, Amazon. Prime. Well, I've heard some great things about Amazon Prime. If you order um, imported items, the shipping is usually free and they come faster than if you wait, if you get something that's already in the country. So. I mean, that's a bonus. Prime. We're going to be reintroduced to the web through Western shopping. It's just Because be before weird. we left, we were not buying anything online. Then we no. got to Ben Chi, and we didn't buy anything online. For two years, And really. then we got to Thailand, and, and we didn't buy anything online. I, mean, I bought little bitty things here and there, but... But you were going to... You were going to individual stores. Yes, and not just the towel to Wuhan And we heard oh. of the 11 
the mecca of all shopping days in China. 11-11. 11-11 makes Black Friday look like child's play. And popping. 11-11. And then we've been shopping on Taobao ever since. Yep. <laughs> 11-11. Now Taobao runs your world. We got how many things today? Four things? <laughs> yeah, we got one thing Tiger Bomb. Yeah, oh. one thing was from Amazon. What? His Aaron's headphones were from oh, Amazon. Oh, no, no, no. They, they probably just ordered on top on Amazon and had it shipped to them here and then kept it in the box. So let's see. We got our space bags. We got our Tiger Bomb to go with us because... Tiger, tiger bomb, bomb is essential. You must have tiger bomb. Period. You need, to, yeah, tiger bomb. You can never have too much tiger bomb. The red and the white. Tiger bomb, aka Bengay. <laughs> it's like it's like bite cream, Bengay, That's right. it's Vicks. Everything. It's good stuff. It's, it's awesome. It's everything all in one, and it's amazing. And it's super cheap in Asia, but it's super expensive in the states. I think one little jar was like 14 bucks when we were there, you know, seven years ago. I can't even imagine what it is now. Yeah, that's, that, that stuff is, that sh it should not be expensive. And it's like, what, a dollar, two dollars here? At 7-Eleven. Yeah, 7-Eleven. <laughs> so we had, we had to order some t uh, Tiger Bomb to take with us. Tiger Bomb to go. Yep, I'm just leaving it in its packaging and its bubble wrap, and I'm just going to put it in the box. I think it might actually go in the suitcases. Divvy it up. Yeah, just, you know, slip it in some shoes. Because you, you can't have enough Tiger Ball. I think you, you probably got us enough to last two years. Okay. How many did you order? Mm -hmm. Five of one, six of the other, something mm -hmm. like that. Whatever, whatever. That should last us. Whatever came up on the little screen thing. Because then we all still have some. I mean, you have some sitting next to you. I have some sitting next to you, me. No, I have to carry it with me now. Really? Yeah, because it's, it's mosquito season. Oh, and the mosquitoes attack. They are vicious. Mosquitoes will will corner you in a in an elevator. And they will, they pin will you at, mess pin you, you to the wall. And, yes, they will. And they'll go to the hive and just walking up. The hive is a, a cubby system where the people deliver packages. You and know, then, Amazon has that now. Yeah. The cub, once the yep. delivery person puts the item into the cubby and closes the door, it then sex, sends a text message. You said sex. Sends a text message saying that you oh, have sexy. a package with, and then you have a code, and you go and put the code into the the machine, and it spits out the package. Well, well opens the, the door. The door opens, and then you take your package out. So you go it. over there to pick up your packages, and the and mosquitoes. You pay a price. The mosquitoes are so thick. Like I spray my legs down with bug spray, and it still doesn't matter. No, that's just that's 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 their way of getting a cheap eye. I've started cleaning the window seat in our room with bug spray to kill some of the mosquitoes that are swarming in the windows in the morning. I'm telling you, I've, I've sat here all this just 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 over this last hour, and uh, I've been swatting away, swatting them away. Yeah, I've got like five under bites my desk. My legs. You, they'll be like banging against your legs. Yep. They bounce off your yep. legs sitting over here. Yep. 
So that's why I have to carry it with me because when the if here are the worst that I've seen so far, and the 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 bump that is left after they bite you is like bigger than your thumb. I mean, well, it's this huge knot that ends up in your. I got one. Terrible. I got bit by my Fitbit. And it itched for two or three days. Wait, wait. Are you saying that your Fitbit bit you? Next to oh. my Fitbit, I oh, got a bite. Oh. <laughs> that sounded like your Fitbit bit you. Because, uh, yeah, okay. I was wondering how that happened. I got a bite like that was next was... to my Fitbit. Okay. And it itched for two or three days. And then it stopped itching. And it turned into this giant knot with this big red ring around it. A couple of days later... Aaron woke up from his nap and had that same thing on his leg. By the, that night at bedtime, that thing looked like a blood blister. And it was itchy and sore. So I don't know what they are that are biting us, but they are horrid. As long as they're not bot flies. Right? After watching that lady with her seven bot fly larvae being removed from her arm. No, thank you. You can get those in Mexico. Dude, don't they come out though? At some point, yeah, don't that's they how that's out? how they get them out because they like burrow a little air I know, but hole. Don't they come out on their own? But when they come out on their own, they're trying to merge into full flies. I know, but they come out. Yeah, but then in the meantime, they like eat the flesh underneath their skin, so there's a big hole in your arm. But then your, your body must nothing. It must not have a hole left. There's a hole left. No, I'm saying. Right after they come out, right after they emerge, yeah. it would be a hole. Yeah. But then your body would have to regenerate. Yeah. I don't know. Close how that, that back works. up. Just because body. I watched body the video. Really have holes like that. I watched the video of this girl having them removed from her arm, and clearly the doctor has never seen the videos we watch on the YouTubes or the emergency yeah, the doctors are just not well informed the emergency TV shows that we watch because they always put Vaseline on them over the holes and it forces them to come out like they try to shoot out on their own this guy's like digging in there trying to grab a hold mm. of the larva and I'm thinking why doesn't he just put the Vaseline on but the first one that he brought out was as long and as fat as the top part of my pinky. Mm -hmm. And he squished it, thinking it was dead, and put it over on the paper on the thing. And within a few minutes, that thing was crawling away. Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, he squished this gigantic thing and it's still going. They're all, and he pulls them out and they're all still moving around and trying to Energizer, crawl. Away. Energizer bot fly. Gross. They're not nearly as big as the silkworm larva, but you know. Yeah, but silkworm larvae don't get inside your body. Right. They do. <laughs> they the get in my thing. belly. Okay, that's different. Yummy. How sure. Anyway. I think before I leave China, I need to find some smelly tofu. Yeah, okay. Oh. You need to go to another place to live for a day then. No. Yes. Yeah, for like a week. No. Don't nobody I'll come over there and give you a big old no, smooch no, afterwards. No, no. Now face you while I'm sleeping. I don't even know if I can handle that smell right now. You could not. <laughs> I don't know if I could handle the smell. Because smelly tofu honestly smells like hot garbage. Why do you eat it? It tastes good. No, it doesn't. It does. Anyway. What else you got for the people? Is that it? That's it. That's all you got for the people? Join us on Pinterest like and Instagram. And 
Facebook. No, no, and you don't even have the paper. You got to have the paper if you're going to do it. I do it don't right. have the paper say, because the paper's not mine. You can't just say join us. You have to say, if you want to find us on the YouTube, Facebook, Pinterest, or iTunes, you can find us at The Traveling Farce. If you want to find us at Twitter, Instagram, it is just Traveling Farce. And if you're into that email thing because you're just kind of weird like that, then it's travelingfars at gmail.com. And if you want to check out the blog space that is not being updated as regularly as it should, thetravelingfars.blueberry.net. But you no can get our podcast in Blueberry. There. See, that's what happens when you have the paper. When you don't have the paper, you just start going off the cuff, and it sounds terrible, and it's just sad. Wait, you're saying I sounded terrible? I don't know if I said that, but you did. That's all I, exactly all I know. What you all said. I know is that you were just kind of rambling. Kind of, yeah. It, it was all like laissez-faire type thing. All right. Just say. I'll it. give you that. Just say it. Say it. That's okay. all you got? That's it? That's, it? that's yeah. all? That's all I have. Stay tuned for more uh, updates on You got a new Mexico. logo. Where are you going to put the logo? I'm going to put the logo on Twitter. On the Twitter. Facebook. On the Facebook. And Instagram. Mm. Okay. This is the... That will be going up. Well, we need... I think you need to make another one. Yeah? What should it say? Uh, I... I know it should say, but it it probably we shouldn't say anything about it until we leave China, just in case somebody's listening and they don't. And then we need to make a whole new logo with a big middle finger to China. <laughs> that's not. That would thing. encapsulate the the growing fervor that's happening by so many people of a country that says they're having a shortage of teachers. But we'll yeah, talk about I read that, that later. today. Actually, you told me that yesterday. And then I read something today that was talking about how difficult they were. it was for them to get teachers because the process went from taking 30 to 45 days to now taking anywhere from two to eight months to be able to hire one teacher. So good luck. Good luck to you, all of you that want to come to China. Start early. Peace out. <laughs> Peace out. I'm, I'm going to get lifted. They can they can have this China man land. If you don't have a degree, don't even think about coming to China. No, man. Think about it. Get your degree. Get your degree. But you can't come here before that. Oh, you can come. Do what? Oh. What you going to do? Is it say hi to the wall? Work illegally on a, on a tourist visa? No, oh, you come to Guangzhou. Guangzhou gives you those couple days. Shanghai gives you a couple days. Yeah, Shanghai gives you like 144 hours or some craziness. Yeah. So there you go. But Shanghai is the shit. So there you go. I you enjoyed can you Shanghai. Can come. I, you may not work, but you can come. Yeah, you can come visit. It's a nice place a lot to visit. A lot of little companies that'll falsify your paperwork and get you a tuffle real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want, if you don't care about legitimacy and being legitimate in in your work paperwork and all, oh, you can come. Thailand. Yeah, but they can't. Place. They can't get a. They can't get a work permit in China without a, yeah, but, a teaching permit. Uh-huh. They cannot get that without. Yeah, there's a an lot of places. But there's a lot of places you can teach and not need a permit. I don't know. See, 
I don't know. <laughs> of course there are, because there's all those learning centers. Most of the people but that are being- Even though, the, those learning centers, if they have a, the you license to hire- You know that it is a matter of money here. Not anymore, no, Aaron. I'm you know it's you. a matter of Listen, money. Listen, the school we worked with in Ben Shi, he had the Wong Shi. He could go and just say, hire these, I'm going to hire these people. Here's some money. And they would say, okay. He can't do that anymore. Okay, you might not be able to do it there in that town, but it's happening. Oh, I'm sure. Okay, so you know, if, if this is not this is not the place where everything is on the up and up. This is not that place. No. If All you right. want that, that's not here. Say goodbye to the people. Bye, people. Peace. <laughs>